My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Today's topic for discussion is Divine Mercy in the Eucharist. Several years ago, someone came up to me at a conference and asked me, what does the Divine Mercy have to do with the Eucharist? My reply without hesitation was everything. You see, the Jesus we see in the image of Divine Mercy is the same Jesus in the Most Blessed Sacrament. It is only that in the image, the veil has been lifted. St. Faustina wrote, O great and divine sacrament that veils my God, Jesus, be with me each moment, and no fear will enter my heart. On another occasion, someone said to me, Isn't the title of your ministry redundant, Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy? I knew that this was an inspired comment, and that this person understood the Eucharist, because my answer was, You are right. The same Jesus in the image is the same Jesus in the consecrated host. The Eucharist is Jesus, and Jesus is the Eucharist. When we receive him, we enter into communion with him. Imagine that. Jesus told St. Faustina, I desire to unite myself with human souls. My great delight is to unite myself with souls. Know, my daughter, that when I come to a human heart in Holy Communion, my hands are full of all kinds of graces which I want to give to the soul. But souls do not even pay any attention to me. They leave me to myself and busy themselves with other things. When we receive the Eucharist, we receive the Trinity. Jesus is present as the second person, but you cannot separate God. Christ is present in the Eucharist as he is in heaven. If you are united with one person in the Trinity, you are united with all three. And we know that where Jesus is, his mother is there as well. So reflect now on what is happening spiritually at each Mass. We have God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and Our Lady, and all the angels singing, Holy, Holy, Holy. St. Faustina wrote, I see the angelic choirs giving praise to you without cease, and without cease they are saying, Holy, Holy, Holy. Do you remember the prayer called the Act of Spiritual Communion? In it, we know we cannot receive him sacramentally, but we ask Jesus to come into our hearts spiritually. St. Faustina was in a state of constant spiritual communion. She wrote, Today I have come to understand many of God's mysteries. 
I have come to know that Holy Communion remains in me until the next Holy Communion. A vivid and clearly felt presence of God continues in my soul. My heart is a living tabernacle in which the living host is reserved. Each reception of the Eucharist is different as our disposition at the time is different. In some instances, the act of receiving Jesus in spiritual communion can even be more beneficial than receiving him sacramentally, as our desire and intention can be greater when we receive spiritually. Do you remember your first Holy Communion? I remember mine. I grew up in northwestern Ohio, and our church was called the Immaculate Conception. I still remember all the singing and the wonder of the day as I received Jesus for the first time. I remember of hearing the story of a sign in a sacristy for priests. It said, celebrate Mass today as if it were your first Mass, and celebrate it as if it were your last Mass. And we should do the same when we receive Holy Communion. We should receive as if it were our first Holy Communion, and receive as if it were our last Holy Communion, for we do not know the time or the place that the Lord will call us home. Let us ask Jesus to come into our hearts and never let us be separated from him. May the rays of blood and water cover and protect you today and always, and may the mercy of God flood your soul. And may the Eucharistic heart of Jesus hold you and your loved ones in the palms of his hands. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic Adoration for the Sick and the Dying, please call our ministry toll-free at one 877 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.